0: That's why I'm not that guy.
1: Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 133, entitled Marriage Fights Part 2. When you and your significant other have disagreements and or fights, how do you resolve those situations? Every couple goes through fights. We talked about that last week. But there are so many different ways to get through them. How do you go about it? Do you work through your problems, or do you just quote-unquote move on? We'll be talking about that this evening. So pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners... You can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, please do take our relational needs questionnaire. It's very important. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can, give us a five-star review. Hey, Jay, what's this podcast about?
2: Well, no matter who you are at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you're alone, well things just got so much worse there is a bible verse romans 12 15 which states rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn that is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives along with some food talk to model rejoicing and mourning then we hit the main topic so while it may not be 12 15 in rome we're treating it like it is lunchtime, lunchtime in, in rome.
0: rome all right yeah what's up everybody um we are sans chris this week. It's a bummer. Boom. We miss him. Um hopefully he he will be back next week. Um but it's been a good week. I will start out with my uh bad bad like I normally do. Um and this week it's it's kind of work related. It's more like I am dealing with so I have different vendors that I work with, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I'm not a finance person. No. And I'm not like that, like, everything needs to, like, add up to zero kind of guy. Like, it's, you know, all that kind of stuff. And right now, like, we're gearing up for new budgets for next year and everything. And, like, we're going through all that. Like, renewing contracts and procurement. And, like, I hate all of it. Mm. It is the part of my job that I just hate. And I'm like, it's every fall. Well, it depends because it depends on how long the contract goes for. Uh, okay, so it's like, how can we just make this contract for like a decade? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, the non-financial guys, <laughs> like, hey guys, I am sticking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then it's just dealing with that, and it, it stresses me out because I don't want to say anything out of turn, but also, and the other, and the the other part of it is, we do have a, a procurement department that handles a lot of that brunt work at least they say they do no they do and it's it's amazing like i I can't go into any detail but i'll be in meetings and i'm like oh that that was real awkward like that (laughs) that that made me very anxious like you you said no to the thing that they really tried hard to do to get us the great deal and i'm like okay like it's not my it's not my place to say Right, you know that's not right. But you're real glad you're not the one that has to say. That. I am real glad that yes, but um, except you would have said, oh, I guess so. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. That's why I'm not that guy. Um, so I appreciate those people. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just stressful um, getting budgets together and all that. Um, but uh, my good this week is actually um, this evening. We went um, out to a place to get. Fall pictures, family pictures. Um, you why? You guys take the
2: best pictures by yourselves.
0: Well, <laughs> well, we needed pictures with all three of us. It's usually like me taking pictures true, of, true, uh, true, true. of Mags and Amy. I, uh, I'll pull up the place because I want to give them credit Beechwood Nature Reserves in Fox Chapel. Wow. It was a beautiful place. Dump. And um, But we went there uh, with the Boothbees. They've been I on the show. Uh, Justin and Lauren Boothby, along with their son Noah. So uh, Justin took pictures of us and i took pictures of them um just you know mm-hmm. it's much cheaper that way sure um and it was just it was fun wait
2: it was good. so there
1: was no photographer besides you guys no, you he led us to believe facility. that there was i did yeah i definitely yeah, thought did, that's for sure. was. oh sorry no, film no, trade. No. so nah. you 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 had to pay to get access to the certain spot that no no i th- we just no, go he to this paid place. Justin to take pictures
0: i did not I, i'm <laughs> lost i said justin At least I feel like it is. Justin took pictures of us. Uh I took pictures of Justin Mm and So you paid each other. At a place called called Beachwood? Beachwood Boulevard. Boulevard. Jenks, by me, Cook. Uh, Beachwood Nature Reserves
1: in Fox Chapel. Okay, so you paid no money to do any of this. You just went there.
0: Right. Oh, okay. And we took pictures of each other. And it was great. And Mags looked super cute. Amy looked beautiful. And it was, you know. How'd you look? I mean you're looking at it right now. This is, I mean, I, I had, had a I manly, had a, <laughs> manly, right? Um no, it, it was it was just nice. It was just yeah. a nice Amy Amy had found this place and it's uh you know, in the woods and kind of rustic and and do you have a just, plat, do you have plaid on? No, I did. I had a uh, um like a bikini. <laughs> close. Uh no, it was a kind of like a fancy sweatshirt. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how else to put that because I got it at Sam's Club. It was twenty bucks. It was an Eddie Bauer sweatshirt. There you go. You know. Mm, okay. Beige. Did you carry an axe?
2: I did not. Hmm. I did not. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Nope. 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 But on Sun a more flowers. join you in this kind of a moment oh. as we uh, say that this is. You know, I very often say you, you want to take mental snapshots. Mm-hmm. It's nice when you take real ones, physical. Yeah. Ones, right. um, that will remind you of those mental snapshots
0: yeah because like there's like i took a look, I, I took a picture with my phone of max tonight and i'm like oh my gosh like she is a girl Young girl and she's just beautiful like 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 i look at it and like my heart hurts so bad because it's just she's just the most
2: beautiful little girl in the world it's unbelievable um i think so we have to do something about getting more pictures printed out like nobody does that anymore nobody and you're like, well, it's I true. got them. Well, no, I will say this: graduation Amy, parties, weddings, yeah. and funerals. Right, not even weddings, funerals.
0: Like, like nobody. Like, I feel like Amy does a good job of like printing out the the ones that we put around the house. Like, we have a good bit of like you mags do, around framed, the house sure. right you now, right? But nobody has the photo album anymore. Yeah, you, you don't. Know what I mean, cause it's online. It's online, but like you don't have that joy of like. Going back to like 1985, and this is what happened in or, 1985, or, you know?
2: Or, or even just like uh, when I go to my mom's, I mean, that's pretty much all she does is is show you the different albums yeah, and pictures. right. But every once in a while you get like the box of pictures, mm-hmm. and you flip them over to see the date, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's never on there. And then you look and see, well, maybe it was when it was... <laughs> it's right. not on there either or you're
0: like who is this
2: was this you
0: know tommy or jay i can't remember you know like that, right. that whole thing you know because oh it was
1: marcy oh, that's right. <laughs> it's really <laughs> yeah, interesting yeah, right. that you guys are talking about this because my mom texted me like a bunch of like she takes you know pictures, pictures with her phone pictures. of pictures and she texted me a bunch today and it it, it was it was i mean just right i'm not now, telling you tell what you. to do i think because i know you
0: love when people tell you what to do be, talk in rome that'd be a great gift for your mom is like having all those old photos digitized by like a professional service you know
2: mm-hmm. um or not <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, i sure. bought her one of those Whatever. we bought her one of, my sister and i bought her one of those pic- alexis yep. my sister and i bought her one of those picture frames where you can send pictures to yeah and they just pop up and that's that's pretty cool
0: that is cool yeah yeah, yeah. um food wise this week um nothing real exciting oh no yes something is exciting this is what i wanted to say uh, Jay made me all my like my favorite meal. He made me my favorite meal this week. Actually, without even being here, Mm-mm. I just assembled. Didn't it. even know I did it. Right, right. So Jay makes great breakfast sausage. Mm-hmm. It's so good. You still have some? I do have one bag left. Yeah. Um, hint, hint. Um, hit the Venmo, yo. I'll, you got it, man. Um, so I took uh, Jay's breakfast sausage, put. A layer of guacamole, uh, slice of cheese, and some jalapeno dip on top. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! It was so good. That is the try. That's the quintet. Mean, it was so good. Like there was. Since I didn't make the cheese. Well, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs>
2: but I made everything else.
1: Right. But it was it was delicious. It was that's awesome. awesome. Oh, it was Jay's yeah. guacamole and jalapeno dip also and on top of and it. sausage. Yeah, gotcha. it was so good. Yeah, cool. it was great. Yeah, I'm glad you appreciate it. Absolutely, um, I'm going to go with my good because uh, I'm really proud of Ethan. I know oh, I, I oh, talked man. about I talked yeah. about him last week too, but I'm I'm I can I want to continue that because um, he got his first real W two job. Um, yep, working at Paso can't Males. wait for that first
2: paycheck. Show him the taxes. Right.
1: Yeah. This is how much you would have made. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll, it'll hit him, and we've, we've he he already knows yeah. to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, and he got a checking account to put it into. Nice w- already, yeah. right? Yep. Well, you guys are fancy parents. Yeah, he's. he's we don't his... wait till like four, five, six paychecks build up. Or
2: mm. he'll <laughs> right, take you to the bank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. He's, he's been asking for something like that for a while, so he got that. Um, he's he's made money from Twitch streaming, which mm-hmm. you know I, we, we bought mm-hmm. him that computer in order to do that, which is really uh, it's cool to see that come to fruition because you know it very much was we're getting this for you with the intent, have fun with it, but you know, put it to good use. And yeah. so he has, and I mean, I, I also give a lot of credit to, to you and to Matt, uh, you Eric and Matt um, for for doing that, uh, for helping him along. Um, so just, you know, some of the culmination of a lot of years of, of guidance and, um, you know, mentorship and, and teachable moments are, you know, I just, I feel like they're coming to fruition right now, His to see his initiative. Um, Cause he, I mean, he he was he's been all about getting a job, and he went out and got it. And you know, I was there Friday. I took him to to, to the, um, Pasquale's after work or after he was done with school and it was just he walked in and i i actually took a picture of the pasquale's mm. you know just like i know where it's it's been there forever and <laughs> if i look back at some point i'm like what why did i take a picture of that but um <laughs> 2021 yeah. at pasquale's. pasquales. but, <laughs> but, but um it, it was like he walked in there and it just kind of hit me like wow this is that's another hole. i'm there yeah and how many other job how many other doors is he going to walk through in his life to yeah. get a job it'll, it'll never new, be the first one though right as so a new season that was yeah. that was really really cool um sunrise cool. sunset from Fiddler on the Roof was
2: playing <laughs> Cats in the Cradle came you. on after that <laughs> really um, proud of that kid That's but like awesome.
1: he had, especially he, he had a really good Friday he got that he did um he he, he had he quoted the Declaration of Independence um like the, or the you know the, the first In his job interview no no no, no, no. no. <laughs> they at school, are sticklers there <laughs> no it's at, at school it was a it was a um just a, a require, like or, or i don't even know if it was a test or anything it was just maybe more extra credit or something yeah and but he was really glad to get through that and he you know he got 100 percent on that nice uh, but he just had one of those days where it's like you just nailed it this day you crushed this day um and then so and i told him uh after he came well he said so he came out and was um i said how'd you do he's like well um he had a packet of stuff he's like they hired me on the spot. That's and I was awesome. like man that's great. Like I was just so proud of him. And so I was like, "Well, let's I want to I want to do something to reward you." Um and and so on the way to hockey on Saturday, which he did great at hockey. It was um it, it was great for him. Um he said he wanted to see a movie, um Venom 2, um oh, yeah. which so we went up Friday or um, Monday evening, and it was just he and I in the theater. It's the Penhills Theater, which I love it. We walked in, and I was like, "I love this theater." He's like, "I love this theater too," and that's important because, like you know, the way theaters are now. I mean, you you walk into these giant, you know, some th- about Penhills Theater. I, I love it. I yeah. just I love the fact that it's it's like it's it's like somebody's living room. And it's old um, school. It, it, it's old school. I mean, I saw you know movies there. I remember yeah. seeing the movies there. Saw kids. Austin Powers there. <laughs> I saw. Anyways, um, I saw Princess Bride there. Really? Yeah. I saw the movie Benji. <clears throat> Aw. Benji. Wow. Ben, Benji. Back when animals were really helpful. It was a school. <laughs> it was a school trip. But I remember seeing Benji there, and they had these giant bags of popcorn.
2: Always the giant bags yeah. of popcorn.
1: Yeah. But but so it's cool. It's cool that he's making memories at the same place that I made memories. But now he's making memories also with me. Yeah. It's just it's weird how it all comes full circle. But we had a really nice night. Um, just the two of us in the theater. and I, I nudged him when it first started. I was like, Hey, this is like we've got our own living room. We've got our own movie theater. You guys right paid a hundred bucks for
2: that, like in the quarantine.
1: Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And we just and it kinda of like I, if you're in Penn Hills, please go support them. Like if you're not in Penn Hills. If you're not in Penn Hills, please go support yeah. Penn Hills Movie Theater and the people. shopping center. He's he's yeah. a good guy. I mean he I know it's it's tough for him to be keeping things going, but um so we try to do that as much as we can uh so that's my good my bad is i was playing hockey friday night I, and just uh, completely shredded my my groin groin and talk with brian yeah i mean uh, in just you know being real open honest and vulnerable and like it was one of these things where i mean i've hurt myself before in the past pretty significantly at points mm-hmm. but it was always a slow burn like i'd wake up the next morning or it would just kind of come on at some point in time mm-hmm. this was boom right there instantaneous i felt the pop um, and and like just my eyes instantly watered i i, I couldn't stop like i started sh- like screaming and um like it, it was involuntary like it, it hurt so bad so instantly um and so <laughs> and he, he even now like just the all all my right leg all the way from like my knee up to like my midsection is it looks like somebody took a brush and painted it purple Hmm. although now it's more like purple and yellow it's starting to fade a bit but uh, yeah (laughs) it's 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 a work of art Um, but yeah you know and and I think the swelling in that hurts more right now than actually the. the is labium. there a threat
2: with clots with you in that, or um, you're enough thinners? That you're it the third matter. person that's asked me that. Sorry. Um,
1: no, no, no. It's fine. Um, I'm keeping an eye on it, um, but everything I've read, I might ask, what's the buzz about that? <laughs> it's, I, it's not as interesting as our our real buzz. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm going to keep an sure, eye on it. Sure. No is the answer. Sure. No. Um, right. I'm on blood thinners, so right. You know, hopefully not. Um, better to pull a groin than get cut yeah but I mean the good I guess the good in that is I cut my grass today we'll see how I am but I was able to you know it's its its fine Yeah, I'll be fine it's oh just it, man in that moment it hurt and again you know your good is man I'm so proud of my boy as he's going into his first
2: job yeah, I'm a kid he's old enough to get a job mm. I pulled my groin it's mm. like you're having all these major life
1: moments where it's like Maybe I am getting older. <laughs> yeah. There's this, this one's no doubt because I've never hurt myself like this before. And I'd always heard about people that had. And it was like, eh, I've been pretty good. You know? So I feel pretty fortunate <laughs> overall. Sure. You know? Well, like every time I play volleyball at practice
2: or if we have an open gym or whatever. You know, And I mean, it's been when I was in high school, my coach played with us once, mm-hmm. snapped his hamstring Never did it again. Mm. And I think he was 38 when he coached me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 50 now. Mm-hmm. You know, just even today, I'm jumping as high as I can jump, running as hard as I can run. Right. And every time I wonder, is this the time? Yeah. You know, mm. like even the last couple of times I've been playing, like behind my right knee, like whatever tendon that it, it's like, it's a little bit strained. And like, I didn't play for like two weeks. And I'm like, oh, still there. Yeah. yeah. Wonder what that is. Oh, all right. And every time I finish, I go. I got away with it.
1: That's what had happened with this because, like, it, it's been a couple months where I like I felt that tension, and uh, you know, I, I just played through it. Nothing ever happened, but this time it happened. Yeah, so I, yeah. when it happened, I was like, "Yep, okay, there it is." Um, my food. I got pizza tonight. Um, We've, uh, you know, obviously been on most uh, of us are carnivore to some degree. Um, and I've been primarily carnivore, it mm, makes s- sense, yeah. But yeah, so it, Ethan, it was his first night at work tonight. Aww. Did he so make it? Yeah, he made the crust. Um, I think he was just flipping the dough, and then you know, there was like an assembly line, but right. um, but yeah, I got the Pasquale's pizza, and it was really good. It was, um, they do I, have good pie. I got the bacon, chicken, ranch, uh, it was and it was a personal, so it was like this time, like really small. And I ate two pieces and I was like, I think I should stop because like my body's like, if I eat all of this, it literally slows. it's going to blow up. Like I'm just going to feel so bloated and I'm really like now I'm glad I did. It was about an hour and a so half So you could ago. tell the difference like you haven't had that much carbs? Yeah, I haven't had that much carbs in a while. And, and yeah, like halfway through my, I was like, I'm full. Like right now, like I could, I like my brain wants me to eat more, but my body's like. Well, like your stomach's not full, but it's gassy and. Yeah, and and I feel good right now. Oh, like, I, like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't feel like gassy or anything. But, You're but, not like, bloated. No, I'm not bloated. But I knew if I ate those other two. And again, really, like I could have you've taken eaten more that- pizza before. I've eaten more pizza in my life before. So that's that's to sum up. Yeah, it's not the most so cool. manly thing you've ever said. <laughs> I had
2: two pieces, and I was like, "That's <laughs> yeah. fine enough. That's enough. I don't want to have more." <laughs> um, for me, here's here's what's exciting. My my good. What could have been good was bad, but what could have been bad was good. Which do you want first? Hmm. Ooh. The could second have been good was bad. the second thing you said. Okay, so what could have been good was I think you both picked one. I'll, I'll go. With, <laughs> I'll start with bad. So what could have been good today was our last volleyball practice. We had a big win last night. I mean, yeah. It's a team that we should beat that we killed the first time, but they're not nearly that bad. Okay, and we didn't play great, but we won, and that's a whole lot better than losing. And yeah. it's, it's it's sometimes. You play great and win, fine. When you don't play great, but you win, uh, and especially for my team, mm. which has not been the most mentally strong team, that was good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So today's the last practice, and we've had a bunch of girls on the JV who are just, if I'm being kind, I will call them immature.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> if I'm being mean, I'll say they're defiant, oppositional, and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So there's about three or four that at any given day take turns being disrespectful or whatever else, and, they, and a lot of them just can't handle making a mistake. Well, you know, and I tell every girl, every volleyball player, you have to make a thousand mistakes before you become bad at volleyball. Yeah. So as you make these mistakes, just realize that's part of getting better. Right. You know, and I'll point to my seniors. I'm like, they are now barely not bad at volleyball. You know, it's going to take another (laughs) three years. I'm going to be good at it. You know, so it's a great perspective. It was our last practice and we're doing this drill where it's called the pit. So the whole team makes a big circle. Mm -hmm. One girl steps out and for one minute. You have to go, and it's me hitting the ball at you. Mm. And they're feeding me balls like a, you know, it's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And the only rule is you have to go for it. I don't care if you make one good pass. You have to go. So if it's on the ground, you have to dive. If it's back there, you got to run. You got to go. You got to go. And every time you don't go for the ball, we add 10 seconds. Oh, wow. Now, I don't want to take too long, but I once had a kid who was a pretty good player, sophomore, JV player, and he just like blanked out. Uh And and it went to like two minutes and 40 seconds. Oh, man. He never came back. (laughs) Well, there's one girl I've already thrown out of a drill because she wasn't trying. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the ones that mm-hmm. the minute if she has, if, if everybody in the team has to do 10 pushups, 10 sit ups because they lost, mm-hmm. she will do four and three and give an attitude the whole time. Yeah. And she kills herself when she makes a mistake and it's just nobody's yelling at you. You're doing it to yourself. Right. So in the middle of this drill, it's one minute long and she's not good, mm-hmm. but
1: she's at least trying. Why do you keep her on the team?
2: Uh, cause to, uh, cut her halfway through a season would take way too much. And I don't know that she's beyond redemption. Gotcha. I do. <laughs> That's
1: another her story From that'll be,
2: uh, that'll be tailgate in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the entire team is scream and they've cheered for everybody but she's the last one to go mm-hmm. and you, she's already been thrown out of a drill mm-hmm. and it's so great because i tell todd my assistant you got to be more of a sniper less of a bomb technician bomb mm-hmm. expl- explosions expert because i just said to her i said leave was it. just leave you're not trying leave mm-hmm. you know rather than scream and yell so now yeah. she's in this drill everybody's cheering and mm-hmm. the gym is as loud as it's been even during a match and they're all cheering for her and she is trying and she is trying and i'm taking it very easy like if you see my seniors and i do this drill yeah i mean sure. they are just drenched after one minute mm-hmm. i'm kind of hitting it near moving her a little bit because i know she's got a breaking point that's right there mm-hmm. about the 45 second i mean they're screaming and i'm like it's like one of those tv shows somebody should be videotaping right, and I'll this and a great on moment. facebook yeah and, yeah and we end the season on a high note and she just puts her hands to her side oh no and I'm hitting it closer to her. And, like, and I'm not even going to, like, I tell them, protect yourself. Because uh-huh. I'll go right at your head. I don't care. Right. Because I teach you how to not get hit in the face. So It's right. on you if you get hit. In the, I'm not even coming close to that. And she, I'm like, that's 10 seconds. Let's go. And she just stands there uh-huh. with this look on her face like, F you. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. turns out her sister was yelling at her. She has a twin sister. And she was yelling at her during the drill. And she was yelling back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so she got mad and she quit. Ah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it could have been like right. these it girls been who, who been. you haven't particularly been very nice to the rest of your teammates all year, especially the varsity. Yeah. They're screaming and encouraging, right? You, and you can't accept it, right? So that was sad. That is sad. Right. Uh, Joe's car. Not only does the one two three four on the vent not work anymore, but now he can't change it from defrost to heat to <laughs> fi- floor to you know face. So I took it to my guy at Top Auto on Fry Road, Eric, my new guy, and gosh, he's so good. He called me and he goes and explained everything. And to fix everything was like fifteen hundred dollars, because here's what I can do: I can fix it so that it's only on defrost and feet forever, mm-hmm. and that'll save you about a thousand. Hmm. And he goes, and the other thing we can do this: I'll get a used part because they don't make Saturn parts anymore. And he goes, yeah, you'll be out the door in two hundred bucks. Yeah. There you go. And so I just love the fact that he took the time to kind of rig it a right. certain way. Right. Because anybody else would be like, 1,500. Yup, yeah. 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 But so he's a good guy once again. So take your Pasquale's pizza and get your car fixed at Top Auto mm-hmm. on Fry Road. For food, I went through Giant Eagle the other night. Of course, I'm going to have a steak. I'm like, let's have some fresh mushrooms. Well, they now on, on Rodi have a much bigger fresh mushroom section, not just you know wrapped up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had fresh shiitake mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. I've had them before from like Sam's and they're kind of spongy, but whatever. So I cooked them and, and I'm like, all right. And they're still a little spongy. You know, they're like a little chewy even. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm cooking them a little bit longer and I got a little Worcestershire in there and working the little bit of red wine vinegar. And then I was like, all right, I made some beef stock. I have better than bouillon where you add water mm-hmm. to it so it's not a bouillon cube. I'm going to simmer them in that. Mm -hmm. Just soaking all those juices. And I'm just trying. I'm trying to try. And so I take one out. And it was like I was chewing on a rubber band.
1: And (laughs) I was like, what
2: is wrong with me? They look so good. And it's so perfect.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to cook the stems. Uh, I finally looked it up on the internet. So just the cap.
2: Caps, they're great.
1: Yeah. Stems, rubber. I love mushrooms so much. I do
2: too. Yeah. They also leave me wanting. Like I always want mushrooms. And then I have them like, they're fine. Uh, huh. Kind of like my hot peppers. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean like f-
0: when you say fine, like by themselves they're fine, but like right.
2: on something. Like well, yeah, that's what I, I I'm don't have a about. bowl of shrooms. I'm just saying I always want them to be more than they are. Yeah. And sometimes a husband and a wife want themselves to be more than they what do. they are. That is true. And then therefore they end up in an argument. And very often we talked about it last week. It's actually that comes up every so often. Two weeks, six months, every other year. They have the big fight. Different details, but it's really the same fight. And we talked last week how it comes down to unmet emotional needs or hurts within our emotional needs. Mm -hmm. And every couple, every couple has them. And it amazes me when I, you know, if I do a from good to great session with a bunch of couples that are happily married but want to get better, Mm -hmm. and certainly couples that are struggling, and I share with them, hey, Do you guys have the same fight over and over again? It's always the same fight. They're like, yes. Right. And it blows my mind. They don't realize it, but I didn't realize it either until I learned it. Right. And what we want to talk about this week, in fact, is what then do people do to resolve the fights? Mm -hmm. Because you have them. Every couple has them. Even if you know all this, you still have disagreements because we're all individuals with emotional needs that don't always get met. Yeah. And so I want to start by just talking around the room and how do we fix our fights, for lack of a better term. How do, what's your style? What do you do um, when you guys have disagreements? And you can even go, let's do this. Historically, mm-hmm. how did it go? And now that you've got a good understanding of emotional needs and whatnot, how have you adjusted that?
1: Can I ask you, can this be applied to any long-term relationship? Or are we specifically talking about you know, people that cohabitate and no, are. any long-term relationship. Okay, because I, I want to clarify that because we are like in, your parents. Talk about your parents. I'm just parents are long or you know long-term job relationship or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I would I, stay I, away, I away make from sure. employment. I would okay. stay away from employment. So this would be more familial or friend relationships yeah, sure. that you. you know. I mean, again, primarily sure, romantic. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Okay,
2: but they apply to both. Yeah,
0: I know. Like historically, with Amy and I, like <laughs> we before understanding emotional needs i we i felt like we had a good marriage but like you know we weren't at that great like we talk about good to great you know um, and before understanding emotional needs like there was a lot of hurt from our past that wasn't you know addressed mm-hmm. so through emotional needs we obviously like found like we un- we kind of unpacked that if you will But would you
2: say your hurts were much more volatile, much more raw?
0: Right. Yes. Very much Bigger buttons to push. Right. And so we might have, like, and I, I, I struggle with saying, like, we fought a lot. I don't think we fought a lot. But there would be times where, like, there would be, like, misunderstandings of each other. You know what I mean? Like I, like, I can't remember, like, us ever having, like, a blowout. Like, no, and again, you know what I mean?
2: disagreements yeah, right. don't mean arguments. Right. It right. doesn't mean you're screaming and yelling. Very often, it's no talking at all. Right. And, and so you just stop talking about it. Right. Until it rears its ugly head again six weeks, eight weeks later.
0: Right. Whereas, like, me, I want to address it now. Let's get through it. Let's talk about it. Where she, you know, historically is shut down and, like, wants to think about things, and I'm like no let's we're in it, let's talk about right. it and then, after we learned a lot of the emotional need stuff, it was more of me understanding where she's coming from and having an understanding of how is she feeling in this moment based on you know whatever event is happening, and same with her too, like we've both handled different situations whether it's, like, family-related or work-related or whatever, like, she can she can say to me now, like, I understand that you don't feel good enough and you don't feel that sense of belonging because you're not, like, you don't feel like you, you're good enough in your workplace or whatever, that kind of thing. Or, you know, historically with Amy is, like, what's good is bad. We've talked about that on the show before where... Oh, it's going to be awesome and then yep, there's that one thing that kind of ruins it all and you know, it goes to that and then like I know that that's there and I can comfort that and that doesn't turn into something that is an argument.
2: But historically, yeah. How would it go?
0: I well again, I would I would
2: try to uh, like fix it right away. Right. And she would just not be talking. She'd shut down. Right. Right. Yeah. And so now you understand each other's needs a little bit more and you try to seek To find where they feel the way they feel. Yeah, and I mean part of
0: that is, you know, me letting her have a little bit of time.
2: We'll get to the different clashes in styles of conflict resolution in a few minutes. What about you,
1: Brian? Um I I think that right from the beginning of our marriage, even before we got married, it it was we, we made a commitment to um to just be even before we knew any of this, to communicate and um, to be honest with each other, and and to always be bringing up and to not you know not hide anything and to um, just just continually go after each other's hearts and um and and we've done that for the most part over our, over our years and you know we're we're into our 20th year of marriage and you know we we've done that for for very consistently um but i think we've both changed a lot in the past i would say 3 to 5 years um in a lot of good ways and positive ways and in some that that aren't um and and we but we continue to to talk about it and we continue to be open about it um that doesn't mean that the the the, the things go away you know there's still there's things that we've talked about for 15 years now between us that uh, you know, I'll look around the room and I'll be like, "All right, you know this 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 is a conversation we've had for 15 years, and it's here's the evidence of that not you know happening." Mm. Um, but it's 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 there, and there's things that I do where she's talked to me for 10 years about them, and I it's there. Um, but the, the point is, we continue to hold each other accountable and, and love each other through the the you know the mess the the things that whatever it is, and, and 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 continuing to realize that we are works in progress, um, and like we had a moment on Sunday, um, I'm trying. I texted her to see how much I could get into this, um, but we had sure. a, we had a moment on Sunday. Where I could tell uh, after church that something you know was on her heart, and so I talked to her about it, and um, you know it turned out that she was struggling with, um, and, and it was a very honest question, and, and she told me about what it was, and I said everything you just said is a hundred percent accurate, you're not wrong at all, uh, you know, and she was just struggling with um, fighting almost like being resentful of how much I do. Like mm-hmm. my time. Yep. Right. Been there. Yeah. And so, you know, because I do a lot. I'm um, Tuesday, Wednesday night, um, Friday Hockey, night. Yeah. You know, and, and you're always leaving. Sunday. You're a mover and a shaker. Well, and And, and, and a and, saver. And she was like, and a, sha- a saver. Goalie. Goalie. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking like going to save people. Go on. <laughs> um, I wish I, did. I could do more of that. Um, but so, you know, she, she, I, I you know, I recognize I was, you know, in, because I'm in tune with her, I recognized that something was off. I went after her. I didn't just leave it. You know, I pursued that because sometimes the tendency is is you know you're struggling with something. You can tell something's wrong, but then you just don't enter in. Don't ask, don't tell. Hey, if you don't choose to bring it up, right? I'm not accountable to it, mm. but, right? So in that case, it was like, I, what's going on? You know, and, and then on her part, she was extremely honest with me about what what huge. the root was. You know, and 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 then she went even further to say, "Well, I think it's because you know the past five years or so I've had m- the migraines, and so my fear is that you've just decided I can't rely on you to be there, mm. and so I'm going to fill my time with things that I know are going to be solid." Mm. And I said, "Yeah," and some of it was subconscious or unconscious decisions, and some of it was very conscious decisions. And I said, "You're," and that's where like so it marvel I marvelled at the fact that. I made those decisions and I'm fine with them, but also it broke my heart because the, I made those decisions and I'm fine with them at the expense of, you know, her feeling that, that stress and, and jealousy because of the lifestyle that I've developed because of something that she can't control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it became a... Vi- like, I'm so glad we had the conversation. And I, I hope I... Well, know. and you'll be less fine with it moving forward. I'll be less fine with it, or or even... More cognizant of it, and also, you know, it really did help me to refocus my my husband eyes, you know, my to 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 challenge me as a, as a man and as a husband to uh, to pay more attention to that because, like, I think you you know, you you as a human, you slip into those comfort zones you can get or you slip into that. those you know tunnel visions, or or you or what I one of the things that I said to her was, I just. By, you know, it's almost it's almost the um the, the fact of by not saying no or by um, by not putting up any kind of resistance to it. It's it's a it's an acceptance of it. It's a it's almost a confirmation that what I'm doing is completely fine with you. You know, and I think that there's been certain not putting it on her. Not putting it on her. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. One can exactly. take it that way. Well, but but so and and in that, you know, I wrote a wrote a couple things. That's that's an accountability to me. You know, if she doesn't bring that up to me, I'm going to have those blind spots. You know, and or you know, I need to recognize that on my own through other means. But for her to bring it up to me, you know, I appreciate that accountability. That's something we always talked about. Was like let's be accountable to each other. Um, it also reminds me. Again, I I often use the, for whatever it is in life, I think about the, um, when you go to the eye doctor and they do the, is it better this way, this way, this way, and they're flipping all these different lenses, right? And I think that's one of those conversations where, you know, you flick the lens, and even if it's just something small or minor, it's like, oh... Yeah, you're my wife. You know, you you have to be reminded of who that person is, you know, why you're in this with them. And, you know, and some people can't do that on a on a minuscule basis. It's the you take the glasses off or you put the glasses on and everything's changed from the time where you started to lose your vision. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think what can happen otherwise is there's like a pendulum
2: where you know, hey, you sacrifice 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 sacrifice. And then you're like, what about me? Okay, I'm going to take care of me, take care of me, take care of me. You're all the way over here. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, wait, I'm a terrible husband and I'm not a very good, you know, I'm not around enough. Okay, I'm going to stay home from the, and then you're just swinging back and forth where yeah. if, as we obviously are heading to eventually, both of you can be open and honest and vulnerable. She can say, hey, look, I, you know, and it's twofold. It's, I want you to be around more, mm-hmm. but I also want you to want to be around more. Right. I don't want to have to tell mm-hmm. you. Right. 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 But then the other end of that is, "Hey, I want to be around more i don 't want to be around all the time and never get mm-hmm. to live right you know and so there 's that if no, if both aren 't communicating mm-hmm. their needs, that pendulum swing one way or the other and, and we 're missing the mark and so what you 're saying is historically it 's always been an
1: intention you 've gotten better at it, yeah, and you know and and I think to to bring you know that that instance, that example to kind of a close, we, we I was like, well, you know, because there, there's always the, the, there has to be the, okay, well, then what is next? What are we going to do about this? Because if mm-hmm. you just talk about it and it's like,
2: all right, great,
1: then, you know, very rarely does something get well, resolved. Well, then you learn not to share your feelings because nothing got resolved. Because nothing got resolved. So, you know, we we decided, you know, here we're going to designate certain you know days and times and yeah well it, there will have to be flexible with that but let's at least have that in our mindset to agree that this is the beginning of a little bit of a change and again it's not going to be the pendulum because right. she knows me and like she, and, and she doesn't want to to bottle me up and you know that's that i think in the past that's maybe been a hesitation but she's gotten a lot more bolder and a lot more freer right and a lot more assertive with what she wants and and, and it's great um but that's important what you're saying is You both communicated your needs and
2: you have also further communicated, you know, there's trust that your intentions will be met, that you are going to meet her needs and she is going to meet yours and you'll be able to move forward in that regard. Right. It's not just, hey, I'm sorry, you're getting better, not only communicating needs, but having your heart broken to love that other person as well.
1: Yeah, I think my, I think to finish my thought out on this, I I think if the, the big idea would be you don't. I mean, and there are times where it's just cataclysmic—the the 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 breaking or the the severing of a good relationship is—it it is its drastic in some way, shape, or form for some people in some instances. But I think overall, there's just a gradual drift, and if you're not a and it's like anything, you can't just get in a boat and and let the boat take you where it's going to go. You have to at some point or a car. You have you have to you know, and like when you drive, you're doing very minor adjustments usually. Otherwise, you're going to drift, you know, and I think some people have been raised or lived in situations where everything's a crisis, everything's chaos, and I feel bad for those people, but I think, you know, like for us, it really is the gradual drift. It really, or, or it's, it's the gradual drift to the eventual jerk back. Right. And, and I don't, I don't, I hate those moments in life. Nobody likes it. Well, maybe some people. And for
2: very often as well, like for using your boat analogy or one person's rowing on the right-hand side of the boat, and the other person's just sitting there. Right. And so all you do is go in circles. hmm So for – go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, now that I've had a little bit more time to
0: think about it, like, you know, originally Amy and I would have, like – again, like, we've, we've never had that, like, blow-up fight, but, like, we've had moments where we just <coughs> disagree, and then it just gets shoved under the rug. And then it happens over again. Right. You know, whatever that is. And now that we have a better understanding of emotional needs, my point before was more of like, now we know more why we feel the way that we do, and we know how to meet each other's emotional needs.
1: You can see it coming a little bit more ahead of time, maybe, too.
0: Well, there's that, but there's also like, you know, in the moment of it, I can see like why Amy might be upset where I'm like okay, this is life. Like, this is it. Like, you know, where she's like, no, like I'm struggling with this, this thing.
2: You're able to see her needs through her eyes, not through your own value system.
0: Right. Bingo. And then I will say this too. I don't want to jump the gun, but a lot of it is like, like just like, you know, medicine, like the best medicine is preventative medicine. And for me, a lot of it is like, you know, the mutual giving thing where we give, and, you know, give to each other, like, whether it's time or, you know, whatever, or like, like a lot of times it's like, hey, I need to go hang out with the guys when we go disc golfing or she needs to go hang with the girls and have girl night. Okay. I'm, I'll stay at home or, right. you know, and she'll happy to do it. Not yeah, ha- willing to do it. Right. Yeah. You like, I want her to go do that right. because then she will be it makes for a better, rejuvenated Amy. and better, yes. you know, when she comes back from it. Yeah. Same for me.
2: Right. Um, we had, th- I'll share mine in a minute, but that's a better transition. We had three people who shared uh online their styles uh i'll go first with trixie uh she's been a listener to the show for a long time (laughs) trixie and her husband malcolm she said it depends on the disagreement was it over something that makes it worth discussing and resolving or was it something that became a fight because one or both of you was not in the right frame of mind to handle the discussion (laughs) if it wasn't about an important issue then we wait until cooler heads prevail and talk about it if it wasn't then we apologize and we move on we always say that we are sorry because we know that if we are actually arguing or fighting that we said things that were unnecessary or unkind. Hmm. So, I mean, she's saying, hey, we, take, we get a value system. You know, it was it is it about the fight or is it about how we
1: fought? Mm-hmm. That, that's a great point. You know, is this, is this going to be like pearls before swine? Is it really worth it to even, you know, to, to talk about this? It, it, because it's going to just, yeah. you know, escalate something that's not really even worth it. I disagree.
2: I disagree with Trixie and you.
1: Well, and I say, like, whenever
2: somebody says, like, we move on, like, no. If it's worth it. Well, if it hurts, then if it hurts and I say, hey, listen, this isn't a big deal, but it bothered me that you said that. And you go, oh, yeah, I can see that. And we go, okay. Where's the escalation? Mm-hmm. But now she said it's how. If you go, if that person had a bad day and they go, all right. If it's not one thing, it's another with you. What's the- and that goes into all the poor emotions. Like, if you're hurt, you should always have that comforted, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right.
0: No matter how little you think it is. Right. Or right. Because like to the other person, it could be a big issue. You know. What I mean? Well, but even if it's you,
2: and you're like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Well, if I hurt Rachel at oh, all, right, right, I right, want right. to
1: know. Right. I didn't mean to shut you off there. No, that's fine. You know, um, I'm just thinking like the whole mountain into a molehill thing. So I think it's I think it's two different things that I'm thinking about. You know, I mean. Like make, if I get a don't make, don't don't make a again a molehill into a mountain a molehill <laughs> into a mountain like, <laughs> like is thinking. this something that is going to just completely that do you do you need to have the discussion if you can't have the discussion be, with the other person is it worth it to have that discussion But therein lies the rub uh, So what do you do you gotta start chipping away at that mountain okay right
2: Because the mountain's the problem not the molehill. If there's no mountain, the underly- I can discuss the molehill and, mole hill and, the and mount- we're good. The mm-hmm. mountain is the underlying hurt. Which is odd because it's a mountain. Right. It's the overlying hurt. <laughs> yeah, right. Did it's you, the, it's
1: the
0: deeper issue because
1: that, that's what makes the molehill into the mountain. Did you ever hear the Dane Cook bit where he, he talks about the nothing fight, see, hearing the nothing fight in the grocery store? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he like, sees the You pain. know why it's funny? Because it's true, yeah, right. And it is, it is, could have gotten the jelly. I don't even like jelly.
2: (laughs) We had two other responses, yes.
1: Um, have a small waiting period 20 minutes, then take, then each take the time to listen. I mean, listen, no interruptions while the other speaks. Being careful not to be judgmental, but using verbiage like that makes me feel like, or I interpreted that this way. All right.
2: Uh, Typos aside. Sorry about that. Uh, Michelle, we appreciate that. And what she hits is the same thing with
1: what will be in our Rachel and my style. How she said 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Say it again about the 20 minutes. Have a small waiting period, maybe 20 minutes, and then take the time to listen. Right, and you have to listen, and each person gets terms. It's, it's very clear communication. I appreciate that.
2: We have one more that's very important. Yes. My man, Alan.
0: <laughs> Make her think she is right. No, she's not on Facebook.
1: Because <laughs> he responded on <laughs> Facebook. That's my guy, that's right.
2: Alan Randall. Uh, he's kidding. Not really. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate you guys. Obviously, that's not that's not right.
1: <laughs> if anybody's wondering of the three, but that's like conventional wisdom that so many people just listen to say know? it, say it. Happy wife. Happy life. I freaking uh, hate it. It's the worst. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Cause
2: either you're going to get passive aggressive and cheat on her, or you're going to feel like a piece of crap that doesn't have any emotional needs that matter. Mm. So for Rachel and myself, historically, I would want to, I would want to squash the problem right away. Just like you were saying, Eric, yeah. okay, let's go, let's go, let's yeah. go. She would want nothing of it. Yep. And so then she's what she's doing is training me to not bring it up because right. it's not going to go well. Yeah. So mm. then I would just swallow everything and I would not bring it up, not bring it up. The the molehill becomes a mountain, and then eventually I just have to start slamming drawers and stomping my feet. Yep. You know, and we talked about attention. that in Marriage Games, right? Yep. Sweet Martyr, nothing's wrong. Um, that's another podcast we did earlier. If you want to look them up, Marriage Games. And once we've learned all this, it's. It's different. I can't say it's drastically different because we're both still who we are. And that leads to um, patterns and fixing fights. This has been a, talked about with each example, except for Alan's, um, that there are different comfort levels with re- resolving conflict. And when, if, if you're zero to 10 is your emotions and five is I'm perfectly fine. Five is I'm, I'm calm, I'm cool, I'm collected when there is stress when there is conflict we every human being tends to go one way or the other they can go to 10 which is manic and we're going to fight and i want to put you know the fight for lack of a better term and zero being flight or shutting down
1: and if you have two people who are different numbers there go ahead Ryan you're sort of i've never thought about it i mean i've thought about it th- like this before to some degree but like as you said that I've never had the desire to go right to ten. with No, Lexus. you might no, go no, 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 no. six. I'm just, and I'm asking, like, what? Why is that? Like, what? what what's happened to me that I like? Because there are some people like they delight in going to ten. Right. That's what they want. But I'm do. saying they go one
2: direction or the other. You might be six and Lexus four. You might both be six. Yeah. So you sit down and you go, let's talk. Okay, let's talk. It's not, ah, and screaming and yelling and shutting down. Like my parents were married for thirty five years, I think, mm-hmm. and they never fought because my dad would walk up and say, "Hey, I want to talk about this, and my mom would start to cry mm-hmm. and he 'd be like let 's just talk about it, and she would walk away, right well, they never fought, yeah, yeah, they but, never resolved anything right, and so if you have a that's so if you have a ten and a zero guy walks in the door, we got to talk right. about this, and the woman runs away, mm-hmm. or seven and three, so for Rachel and me, it was probably. Seven or eight for me, like, I'm not angry, but I want to talk about it right now. We cannot. I'm not leaving this house. Till we talk about this right now. Right. You know, and Rachel's a one. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> She's like, really? Watch this. I'm yeah. a stone. Yeah. So that happens in a lot of couples. One, uh-huh. you know, or you get 10 and 10. Well, that's no good either. No. And so what's important in Michelle sort of referenced it and Eric talked about it as well. You know, what we'll do is I can bring up something with Rachel and say, hey, listen, here's something. Because Rachel's, like I said, zero or one. Mm-hmm. I got to do something real wrong for her to bring it up to me. Right. Yes, she will. It takes a while. Right. But if I have to bring something up, you know, I'll say to her hair, here's something that's been on my heart. It's been on my mind. We're going to need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do it right now. Right. I want to give you time. Because if I push the issue, she'll just get to either. She right. goes to zero and shuts down, or we'll get defensive, and that's not going to help either. Right. So it's understanding your emotional state, for lack of a better term. Compatibility? Like an emotional compatibility? Uh, just How do you fight? Yeah. How do you discuss? Mm-hmm. What happens when you experience stress? Right. Do you get more anxious, or do you get more
1: detached? And so understanding that helps in the process. But even as you're talking about that, like, you know, you're using a scale of one to 10, even talking about that, that, that's kind of important to me. Like, that's that's an interesting way to see that so that you can see, like, okay, is this person going to go nuclear or are they going to shut down? You know, I think that could be important in somebody's relationships to recognize what what are what are the two of you? And, you know, you can start from there and go, wow, they always go to 10. I'm at about a three. You know how do we how do we bridge that? Other than you know, I, I don't know. I, it just it hit me in an interesting way. Right. And so it's important when the
2: one person says, if if the person on the five to ten side says, hey, listen, we need to talk about this, uh-huh. um, but I understand this is a lot for you. It's so important for the person that goes to zero or one that doesn't want to talk right now, that they then do to eventually come do back. It, that right. they do set the yeah. time. There has I need, to be a place I need to come Twenty to minutes. minutes,
1: right? You have to, you know, to the table. like
2: Michelle does. I need two days, right. so whatever it is. Because then, yeah. the next time, that's not the, the the eight or nine guy isn't going to give you that time. Right. Um, the other thing is very often, one person in a relationship wants to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be because of the comfort comfortability with doing it, right? But also, so sometimes people are like, you know, it's, it's no big deal. Right? Let's just move on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to deal with that. All of this comes back to emotional needs. Shocker for everybody who mm-hmm. cho- who chimes in and listens and sits at the table with us but there are certain emotional needs that will cause you to not want to resolve an issue and some that will make you the one that's always bringing something up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if we're looking at things like you know security like for me um i don't have a high sense of security but i have a high need for acceptance so Mm -hmm. if i did something wrong I want to make sure I know it. Mm-hmm. I want to know it right away. Well, if you have a high need for security, you might not want to know. Right. Because, I, I, you know, I just want to know we're okay. Right. We're okay. Okay. If, if we bring up conflict, we may not be okay.
1: Yeah. Don't bring up the particulars. Just let me know we're, we're fine. We're okay. Right.
2: I, or not or even or let not me know either. we're fine. Right? right. But with acceptance, I need to know, oh, wait, I screwed up. Okay. Let's talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. I need to know. How's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, your need for belonging. Mm-hmm. Am I still valued as your husband or your boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever else? Is it okay? Are we okay? Right. Whereas... Her need for security might be like, I just don't want any conflict. Right. I, I, I just want to go on.
0: Yeah.
2: Or and, and it all sometimes it can depend on how the the need is manifest. But very often one person wants to resolve the issue and the other doesn't. Yeah. Well That even That's that a tough spot. Even that comes back. So imagine there's a problem, mm-hmm. which is a, a there's a hurt, which is an emotional need not met or taken from you. There's a leak in your boat, and one person sees it. But then when you get to the conflict, and how do we communicate this? Mm-hmm there can be a hurt even within that process mm-hmm. because we didn't handle it the right way. Right. So now my original hurt is still a hurt, but I'm hurt right. how we're trying to Double fix right. that hurt. Yeah. And so you really, one of my things that I tell everybody, as much as it's possible, which biologically, to a large degree, it's not even possible, <laughs> but it's to go slow. Mm-hmm. And it is to go slow and not just say, oh, see? And let all the past hurts flood through all at once. Yeah. If you're like, okay, what are they saying? right now mm-hmm. and what what is the hurt right now not that last one right not everything else um it's important to do that and to understand and this is really what i think what if anybody's listening for the first time or whatever the biggest thing you can do is understand what your needs are mm-hmm. No, what emotional needs are mm-hmm. then what yours are then what your significant others are very often People say, "Well, that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Really, you just really you really made me mad. Well, what do you do with that?" Right. Sorry, and yeah. then we're done. Right. No, we don't know why it hurts. You know, like you guys have done. Both of you guys have done so much good work with your spouses in going all the way back to childhood and looking at some of the hurts and where are these minds that we don't want to step on? Um, if you don't know that, <coughs> they don't. And, and imagine how. If your spouse is hurting and they don't know why, but they just know you did it. Right. They don't know that it's also something a boyfriend did. uh, Another boyfriend did a teacher did and their dad did. Mm -hmm. Well, here you are like, well, it's not fair. Okay. So guess what? Life's not fair. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to understand what the emotional needs are. How are they hurt? How do you get hurt when they're not met? And, and your history of that, because that makes more sense. In any conflict, we want to seek understanding, not forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Right? Why did it hurt you so much when right. I didn't thank you for the flowers? I don't know. You know, well, I guess, you know, and they go back to, oh, well, I, I was never, I had to do all the work around the house, but my mom had to go back to work, and they never thanked me, and, mm-hmm. well, if they haven't done that introspection, they don't know. Right. right. So it's so important to know your emotional needs and to know your spouse's, what they are in general, what they are in your relationship. Um, and where they get hurt and then yeah to be open to be honest to be vulnerable i would say one of the biggest things you can do and and brian i think you touched on this or eric you did is not waiting to the fight Mm -hmm. not waiting till somebody's hurt right um when in my training they called it marriage staff meetings and i mocked them Mm mm-hmm including the guy who wrote the curriculum. It's a horrible name for it. It's terrible. Yeah. And they yeah. admittedly, they did say we haven't found a better name, <laughs> but it's, you know, once a week, uh, twice a month, once a month, in, even check in to say what's going on. Yeah. What are your emotional needs? And man, is it valuable? And Rachel and I do not follow it. Uh, we do not have regular. Yeah. Neither do Amy and I. That's probably, I wish we yeah. did. Yeah. It's really worth it to mm-hmm. set some time aside. And to do that, um, we still communicate. Like, I, and again, more
0: me than her, but she will do it. Well, and this is a good topic to bring up because, like, because I would actually like some advice on this. Because, like, we are in like—I don't want to say we're in constant communication together, but we're around each other all the time, right? And talking to each other all the time about whatever you know. But like, what does a true check-in look like? Meeting. Yeah, like, you know, right. outside of, like, the day the day in and day right. out. You know,
2: yeah, that, yeah, right. No, it's a sit down and you say, how have you been? How are things going? What emotional needs do you feel like are at the top of your list right now? What is it, you know, that you're feeling that aren't being met? You know, is there anything? What? And I will say,
0: um, you do need to take the questionnaire on our website. Visit lunchtimeandrem.com. Take the emotional needs questionnaire and find out what those emotional needs are. Because if you don't know what they are... You won't know how to communicate this. You're know, like,
2: things have been good.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, they could be better. Right.
1: Work sucks. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, we get that back to you within a day or two.
2: <sighs> so, that would be an example of Eric's need for respect and appreciation not being met by Brian. No, I,
1: I, 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 I... We try to, do, like...
2: No, we, right, right, yeah. I've, but sitting down and saying where you are. Yeah. And Because like, there's times where... I might need much more acceptance than mm-hmm. others. And mm-hmm. I'm just struggling. And maybe some parents in volleyball or church stuff's going on. It feels like I'm just getting beaten up every time. So I'm like, hey, Rachel, I just want you to know moving forward, I really need that mm-hmm. reassurance that mm-hmm. I'm okay. And if I screw up, I'm, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. You know. And then she has the opportunity to be like, hey, you know, you're doing a great job. Yeah. I really appreciate. So Being proactive with what yeah, you're feeling. Right. And then at that point you can say, listen, lately. And because otherwise, if I don't say that, then she says three things unknowingly, has nothing to do with my emotional needs, but yet I perceive it to be, and now we're, all, we're in a conflict. Right. So we're ahead of it. One other thing I would say, we talk about the three things that every successful relationship has. Number two is open to honest and vulnerable. We've talked about that a bunch tonight. Number three is mutual giving. Mm-hmm. Can't just be one person rowing the boat on the one side. But the first thing is that Christ is at the center of the relationship. A lot of Christian Podcast, Christian's Dean Podcast. And that's a great cliche. And it's a great uh, you know, uh, cross stitch thing that you can put on your mm-hmm. on your living room wall. Christ mm-hmm. is at the center, right. great. On your coffee mug. And I, I won't even go into deep detail, but if you simply say at night, hey, uh God, what do you think's going on with my spouse right now? How can I bless her tomorrow? Or what is she struggling with? And then you sit there quietly for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Nothing may come to mind. Boy, I'll tell you, more often than not, man, does something pop into my mind. And so that gives me another window or insight, even to things she won't share if I'm sitting with her and saying, hey, how are things going? She may not share anything. And then I can pray about it, and I might come up with something. And the hard part is when you then meet that need that you feel like God told you she has— And then you see it has a positive impact. You don't go, you know, I was praying. God (laughs) told me that you're really struggling with this. And I'm awesome. And I'm closer to God than you. And i met your needs. Tell me I'm great. Because that's my appreciation. That's what you don't do. Don't do that. Uh, Oh, just to be clear. So um, if you guys feel like this has missed the boat or you need... um, you want to clarify something, let us know. We really appreciate when you guys call in, write in, sit at the table with us. Um, it helps this. It, you think it you don't know anything or you think you're the only one with that problem? No, no. Everything we share here, somebody always reaches out to us and says, you know, I didn't know that everybody and somebody else had that same problem. So if you have a question, you ha- you want input, send it in, please.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, and we'll tie this up, but I think I was just... As you are talking about proactively saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I need an appreciation right now. I just feel so sad for the people that they don't have a spouse or a significant other mm. that even is in the realm of that conversation. They can't say that because they're so... I think we should, and I, I think I'm pretty sure that we've talked about it at some point in the past. But what do you do when you don't have that, any kind of input, that any kind of knowledge about this? <laughs> you
2: don't have conflict, you
1: have loneliness. You just, yeah, you're completely alone in that. I want you to know this, but I you just don't even care about oh, it. Oh, you mean somebody in a relationship,
2: somebody, but they're horrifically
1: alone. Because the, the other, other person, like, they're just like, Nur. whatever. Yep. Yeah, that sucks. That's yeah. what that sucks. So I've, I know we've, we've talked about, talk about, about it before, that moving, moving yeah. forward. Yep. Yeah. Yeah um and with that that's it for episode 133 please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com uh and as eric said while there please do take our relational needs questionnaire because it really does become the foundation for everything else that we talk about everything else that you're going to try to accomplish in your life and your relationships thank you for joining us at the table in lunch at lunchtime in rome bye see you next week Bye. Beachwood Boulevard. Hit the Venmo, yo.
2: I'll, you got it, man. Benji. Wow. Ben, Benji. Back when animals were really helpful. Boom, 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 boom.